0: Welcome to Breaking Free. I'm Rania Kurdi, a transformational life coach, comedian, and mother of two. And you can join me weekly to hear some intimate self-reflections and conversations with inspirational friends and guests from all around the world, sharing what they needed to break free from in order to live a life of purpose. My guest today is the manager of one of my favorite cafes in Amman, Jordan, Tala Khalaf is a vibrant, positive soul with big dreams, but has faced so many challenges and restrictions that continue to hold her back, such as citizenship, health, finances or gender identity discrimination. I do apologize beforehand for the audio quality due to location and Wi-Fi issues. Hi Tala, I'm so pleased you're sharing your story on Breaking Free today.
1: Hello, Rania.
0: Thank you. I've only met you a couple of times, but I've noticed your your positive personality and attitude towards life uh, when you're managing the cafe that I come and visit at. And so slowly I'm beginning to discover more and more about you. And I was really surprised you actually struggle with even leaving the country or traveling or having a permit or fulfilling your dream of becoming a pilot. And I just wanted to know more about that and what those restrictions are that have been there for you. So why is it so difficult for you to work in Jordan? So you're living in Amman, Jordan, and you're working here. And I understand you got a scholarship to um, flight school, but was unable to go. So,
1: like, Basically, I'm a holder of uh, the uh, Egyptian-Palestinian doc- travel document, uh, which basically it looks like a passport, but it's just a document that says like, like it, it allows me to, to travel, but technically I cannot get any visa for any country, but maybe Egypt.
0: Uh, okay, so you can't really travel if you can't get a visa.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That's, so it's funny. They say it's a travel document, but I cannot get any visa. Whenever I try to apply for, visa, for a visa, uh, I don't get it, you know? I always get rejected. Um, mm. So actually, my sister also tried to apply... Uh, in the American embassy, uh, so she can go to the US, she got rejected three times. Uh, although she was applying uh, with the, with, the, with the supported with the documents that you know we, she has a bank account statement. Uh, she's going for a visit to visit my auntie. You know, like she has all the supportive or uh, the supporting documents that might allow her to get the visa. Yet she got rejected three times. You know. So again yeah it's
0: this is the struggle we have is it the palestinian document
1: yes it says the palestinian the egyptian palestinian travel uh, uh, document
0: so can you explain to me how you ended up with an egyptian uh, i
1: actually don't know it's like you know like when when you when my grandpa left uh, palestine i don't know how politically it worked he actually he he went to kuwait But I don't know how he got that uh, Egyptian uh, passport, but, you know, as like by law, when you when you're born, when you were born, uh, you actually get your 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 father's uh, document, whatever uh, what this document is, you know. So, yeah, I got it from my father without even knowing uh, the history of it. It's
0: Mm, it's passed on to the children.
1: So, yeah, I, act, I was born again, holding this visa, I mean, holding this document uh, and yeah, and here like, since the first day I opened my eyes to this world, I started the struggle with this document.
0: When did you actually realize that you were restricted from doing the things that you wanted to do? Uh, when I started, when
1: actually discovered uh, my passion, And then when I decided to uh, work on it, uh, you know, like I started searching on what is the the requirements to become a pilot, a commercial pilot. So I started searching on uh, like trying to know what is the requirements uh, for the uh, aviation and like continuing this dream and passion. And then when I asked uh, like the academy, the uh, the airline, they all agreed on, like they said, you can study aviation, of course, if I had another um, a nationality that uh, allows me to travel, that I might uh, got the chance, you know, I might have the chance of uh, working as an airliner. Uh, but since I have this document, because I'm not allowed to enter countries, so uh i i i i faced um, uh this uh, i mean like uh, everybody closed shut the doors uh in my face when they knew that i am so does uh,
0: that mean that palestinians are not able to work in a profession that requires travel
1: yes but not all the palestinians again the ones who's holding the same document as I, the one I have. Like, there are some Palestinians, as you know, like they have the, what they call it as a temporary passport, which is the Jawaz Mu'akkad. I think those people who they can actually travel and they can work with us. Uh, but again, it's uh, like the whole uh, Palestinians have their, their special uh, situation. And my, me as a Palestinian, as a Gaza, Ghaz, person, Whoever is from Gaza, they have another different situation. And it's, it is the most difficult situation on earth, unfortunately. Like
0: Yeah, so you're very uh, limited.
1: Yeah. Yes, they are very limited. Uh, they can do nothing. Again, imagine I, I applied for a motorbike license uh, and I got rejected twice. And that's because I'm not Jordanian uh yeah that's also like imagine the like it's this is something that yani I mean like this is really silly like I don't need I don't even need an approval to get this license I, I live in Jordan like uh, I lived in Jordan like I mean like my whole life you know like I, I was born in Yemen but I only lived two months months in in Yemen and then I came back to Jordan and I lived here like till now I'm living here I studied in public schools uh i've done a lot of uh, amazing work for the country as a voluntary work like i've done a lot i've I've done many amazing uh, initiatives and that's all doesn't count you know when i want to get any of like the smallest rights for any human being i'm not allowed to get it I used to always say I would never work in, in such field, like where we met, and actually the cafe that I'm working in. I always used to say, uh, I'm not a person who's willing to work in hospitality field, whatever, whatever. And then when I entered the aviation school and had to quit, uh, I, I I cannot lie, I actually went through uh depression, let's say. I'm gonna call it the depression because it was it was really bad. Because you know, like I felt like I lost my dream and I lost everything, you know. Uh, like I I did my, I've, I've done a lot of things to to enter this school, uh, the aviation school. Because again, I have the, this positive eye with the depression. I decided to work as an Uber driver and then I rented a car because funnily, I, uh, like in the funny part, again, I don't have a car and they cannot buy a car. This is another story, forget it. Anyway, so I rented a car and I worked as an Uber driver and within a month, uh, I got this job opportunity. Uh, so actually, I was surprised because I I couldn't imagine myself that I am actually talented in, in management. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I only got the Taujihi degree, by the way, diploma.
0: So Taujihi is like high school standard. Like high right? school standard,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So, again, I was surprised, like, I've been working with them now for three years now. I started as an operations coordinator, and within three years, I became the the manager of the place. And that's all because, again, obviously, I'm talented in, in managing the, you know, like, I have the management skills that's amazing Uh, yeah it's funny like i've never tried it before like i i didn't i did not even thought about Mm. it like i might have this hidden talent you know
0: yes that's why it's good to just be willing and open for opportunities when they come to take them to try them out because that might be the area of strength that you didn't know about
1: exactly Mm. yeah Definitely, indeed.
0: And I see how you've managed so well with COVID challenges to think about how to keep the place going and change um, the setup or the menus. So what other jobs have you dabbled in and tried out? It sounds like (laughs) (laughs) you've done quite a few. (laughs)
1: Okay, so I started to work um, when I was 16 years old. I I don't call it a job. It was like an internship. I started doing internships since I was 16. Uh, uh, the first job I got, handmade crafts. Uh, I started this. And then uh, the next year with my summer vacation again, I worked with the same company, but under the sales and marketing department. And then from actually from that sp- from that company, I knew there is an aviation school that is placed, placed in Aqaba uh and then i got the chance and actually uh they were like these two companies were like relatives you know they know each other and so i got the chance to meet the owner of that oh so i met that i met him i met the owner he's a very nice guy actually we're, we're still friends till now i always keep on telling him you're my godfather uh he's a very nice man um so yeah um Uh, I actually I met him and I told him my story and I told him how much I'm interested in and how much I'm passionate about aviation and then he said yalla finish your tawjihi because the requirements is having a najah, like I should pass the high school first and then I can apply for the aviation school and then while I was trying to because I'm um, I'm really bad at school, so I had to repeat it seven times to get the toji and like enter
0: aviation. Well, the toji he's not easy, is it? Uh, I don't know. Actually,
1: I've never opened the book <laughs>
0: to try. <laughs> I think I think for creative people, people who like to work with their hands, yeah, yeah, it's not easy unless you're someone who's very good at me- memorizing. Yeah, true. So you got there in the end. That's that's amazing. Yeah
1: actually mm. I, yeah i i finally got it anyway so during the uh, uh, repeating part, uh he actually also offered me as an intern to be as an intern with mm. him in the uh maintenance as an engineer but i was helping the engineers and uh, like doing the maintenance for the aircraft waking uh, every morning waking up every morning going to the hunger uh, cleaning, I mean, like wiping the airplane, refueling, checking on the air and the wheel pressure. You know, uh, I love that work. Actually, I love that job. Uh, doing the marshaling for the airplanes, doing the inventory for the air, the the airplane parts.
0: So why didn't why didn't you continue with that, Tala?
1: You mean working? Because I need to be certified. I have to study. I tried to go. Like there's academy for. For this, I mean, like, there's academy to study the uh, aviation. I don't know what, like, they call it, like, uh, maybe something like engineering in the, like, studying engineering, uh, for the aviation. I tried, and it was also expensive, uh, for me, and I couldn't. Uh...
0: So, is that a dream to save enough money to perhaps go back and study that? Um, actually, now I don't
1: know, like, in Jordan. It's like financially is is almost not easy. Uh, I tried to look actually for a scholarship for the academy, but I didn't find any, unfortunately. But yeah, so this is one of the jobs. I worked as a, uh, in the maintenance department and then went back to Amman to continue my tawjihi. I also got the opportunity to work with uh, the the uh, the Royal, um, uh, Royal Air uh, Aerosports Club of Jordan. Uh, And I worked with them uh, in the marketing department, we were uh, doing uh, the the skydive event, Uh, and actually I was lucky because uh, I I got the chance uh, or the opportunity to um, organize and manage this event in in the Dead Sea, and it was the first time time, uh, in Jordan we create such an event in the Dead Sea. It took, it took us a lot of time. Like We built the runway, we contacted the the uh, the team, the skydive team, because we don't have skydive uh, team here in Jordan Structures, you know? So, so I've, I've managed, I helped in managing this, and then uh, I I did the marketing, uh, you know, like part with, uh, and then uh, when I finished, when I finally passed Taujihi, I um, I went to get the medical check, you know, like so you have to get a medical report that you are fit to fly. So when I went to take that, when I went to get this uh, uh, certificate, unfortunately the doctor said I can see there's something wrong with your heartbeat. You have to go to a specialist and see what's going on with your heart. So I went to see a specialist doctor, and they said like I have an open heart and this issue uh, supposed to be sh- uh, like supposed to, i should i i was my family was supposed to know about it when i was born you know but i i discovered it when i was 23 and they were surprised because how come i have the open heart but i've never had a a medical uh, shock whatever like i've never had a a problem with my with my you know with my health so they said you cannot fly unless you do an operation to Close this uh, hole, like I had a hole with, in my heart, you know, so they said there's two options for the um, for the operations, it's either open heart operation, and if you do the open heart operation, you will never think of aviation anymore, so or uh, I, uh, I have to get the catheter inserted, you know, so I told them, uh, okay, I cannot interfere in, in your work, in your job as a doctor, but please be sure that I am passionate about aviation so do everything you can do in this world to just end it up with the catheter thing you know uh, so actually I went to the hospital and I did the operation and alhamdulillah, luckily uh, I was I was so close to have the open heart operation but again with the faith I think with the, I don't know what they call it, but Alhamdulillah, I mean like I got the, I got the catheter and uh, like I passed the operation successfully, Alhamdulillah. And um, I, I felt good and I was good. And then I got the medical check again, the medical report, and I was uh, mm. fit to fly. Back so then. I'll
0: just explain that Alhamdulillah means thank God, thanks to God. So really your story, if, if you look back, Tala of what you said about everything's for a reason or when one door closes, another opens or, you know, this positive attitude of there's a reason for you to be in this world um, and following whatever path, you know, whatever way the path takes you. It sounds like, yes, you got into a job that you didn't like at first when you were 16, which was pottery. But that was the reason that led you to Um, aviation or or meeting the right person for you to be in aviation and then maybe aviation wasn't for you or it wasn't going to happen but it was the thing that helped you discover that you had an open heart and needed a catheter and an operation so everything seems to have been there for a reason either to protect you or to guide you in another direction also everything you seem to do has led you to becoming either A more of a manager or someone in marketing no matter what the field is that you're in so what does that kind of tell you about managing and, and marketing do you feel that's your thing um
1: i think i don't think it would be my thing but i do believe uh this will lead me to become a successful uh business owner you know uh because i always used to say that one day when i grow up i will become a business owner because uh, I like to be the 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 person who's, you know, like I o- I own a business. I own I own my own thing. You know, I, I don't like to keep on working, uh, for people. Like I I really appreciate the people that I'm working with, but I also would love to make to have something for my own.
0: Yes, to have the freedom to decide. To
1: have the freedom, exactly, yeah. And like, I think I'll be that person one day, which is soon, mm. hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you mentioned earlier that at school you were treated differently, or people didn't accept you because you were different in a way. Do you still feel that that is an issue as an adult?
1: My, I, uh, my gender is female, uh, but the way I look is I look like a male, like a guy. So, this is, I, it's, it doesn't bother me, but it is an issue because I don't like the judgment I get because of that.
0: So, did that happen to you when you were younger? and it still happens to you now or has that changed
1: um, actually no it's uh, yeah like before i used to get bullied because of that now i can see people like the people that i don't know you know like random people in the street uh yes when, when i go i mean when i go to a shop let's say they would stop uh talking to me and unless i answer the question are you a boy or girl you know this bothers me. I remember once I, I, I wanted to go out, I mean, like I stopped a taxi and I did not sit in the front, I sat in the back. So the guy was like, uh, why aren't you sitting in the front? Uh, I, us- I used to sit in the front, but I don't know why I sat in the back that day. I told him because I want to sit in the back. He's like, uh, no, you know what? You're not, uh, uh, I'm not picking you up. Just get out of the taxi. Unless you, uh, it's either you sit in the the front or you just get up. And then I noticed that he thought, I like, I look like a guy. And he took it personally. And why would a guy sit in the back, not next to him? I was like, shocked. Why is he treating me like that?
0: Yes. So culturally as well in, in the Middle East. Um, guys sit in front in the taxi yeah for whatever reason actually I've never thought about that yeah, but you know yeah. in any other country it's quite normal you sit in the back of yeah, the taxi exactly
1: no we sit and they sit in the front and if you don't sit in the front they take it personally.
0: <laughs> yeah so how have you dealt with this how have your family dealt with that you just don't seem to fit into what society expects you to fit in or how what to I fit like in?
1: Uh, what I like about my family actually uh, that again as I mentioned, uh, they are very open-minded. Uh, they give me, they gave me all the freedom in the world to what, to do whatever I like. You know, uh, they wasn't, they weren't forcing me to do uh, things that I don't like. Uh, starting from the outfit to the personality to my short hair. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I remember sometimes I used to like my mom used to force me to wear like a dress or something going to a party. Uh, and I always used to be like, uh, no, I'm not attending this party if I'm wearing the dress, if I'm going to wear the dress or something that I don't like. Uh, but again, uh, after like, you know, like with the age, uh, with my families accepting uh, the, the real personality of me, you know, like the real person, uh, I think, uh, no. So that my, my family, they were accepting from day one. And they used to be funny as well, so people liked me uh, in the school, in the society. society when I was a kid, uh, no, only my close friends who accepted uh, my uh, the way I look, mm. uh, who accepted my personality. But the other, like my colleagues at school, my my teachers, yeah. they used to always put their fingers. Why are you like that? Why is you, Why do you have a short hair hair? Um, why are you acting like a tomboy? Are you are you gay? And then uh, at, at a certain, uh, like maybe at, at grade seven, I remember I had a huge problem with the teachers. They used to tell the their girls, don't be close to her because there's something wrong with her and she might, you know what I mean?
0: So what did that make you think or feel? Um, How sure were you about yourself at that age? Because, you know, at that age, we're very insecure Going through all the hormonal changes and we don't understand ourselves, let alone people telling us who they think we are.
1: Actually, um, because of the, you know, like the too many judgments and bullying I got because of that. I, I was thinking like, uh, just to be honest, to be honest, from day one in my life, my personality was like that. I mean, I d- I did not get affected uh, from uh, certain circumstances, let's say, to be like that person, you know, like this, this was me since day one. Uh, but like, uh, I, I always used to doubt myself. Why am I like that? Why do I feel like I'm a guy, but in a female body, you know, uh, why, why am I attending the females female school, but I uh, I'm not feeling like I fit there. Uh, why all my friends are girls? You know, I, I used to ask my uh, these questions to myself and doubting myself. Why I don't like that? Why do I have a female body but I don't feel like I belong to the female world? You know. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I, I've, I I stayed in this uh, struggle till maybe like uh, 2017 or 18. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, when they when the teachers uh, used to um, I mean, like, judge me and say, like, she might be gay, gay, be careful, whatever. Uh, I actually, uh, because of these too many comments, uh, at a certain point, I thought, like, oh, my God, am I that person? Am I, you know, like, it's not me, like, refusing being that, you know, but I was, like, discovering who the hell am I? You know, I I doubted myself for a while, but I knew, like, I'm not gay i don't feel like i'm gay i don't feel like i'm a girl who likes girls you know i did not feel, feel that mm. ever in my life
0: so so that's a good differentiation that you know your sexual preference has nothing to do with the, the gender identity yeah with
1: the identity of course mm. i actually i always keep trying to aware people uh, of that uh, in 2018 when i finally became a financially financially I started going to one of the best psychologists here in Jordan uh, I sat with him he, he's a doctor I, I told him I told him my story and like the only answer from him was like uh, listen it's not about who you are it's about who you want to be and then he he called his therapist. Um, I, I sat with her for many, many sessions. And then uh, me and her, we were talking and discovering and searching. Actually, she did not tell me uh, what what the issue I have. Uh, she told me, um, just go search online on something called GID. GID means gender identity disorder. And it, they, they used to call it... Uh, Gender identity disorder till 2013, as I remember. And then from 2013 till now, they are calling it a gender dysphoria. It actually gives the same meaning at the end, but yeah, like they changed it because they did want, to, they did not want to call it a disorder anymore. Because, you know, it's not a disorder, it's a dysphoria at the end. So I found out that I have this, and honestly, when I knew from the doctors that I have this the relief I got, I, I became more calm, you know, because finally I found the answer of my questions because I, I knew who I am inside me, me but like in the world, I, I don't know if there's something like that exists. So that made me made me feel like, ooh, I'm a weirdo. Because when, when I knew like there's medically things, such thing like that, I really felt uh, good after. And then I became more confident. And, and then I started like, talking out to
0: people. Yes. And, and you know, that's very brave in a country that still is not educated enough about yeah. gender identity. So yeah, it true. shows how important it is for us to educate ourselves. One, for, yeah. for you knowing yourself and feeling so much calmer to get some answers, and for others to also yeah. understand, you know, that we're all... Different in this world, and we need to understand about all our differences. True. Well, Tala, thank you so much for telling us your story and sharing with us today. And I really wish you all the best. And I have complete belief that you will reach wherever you want to reach, no matter what it is that you you put your mind to.
1: the, The opportunity you gave me to be with you at your podcast. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Breaking Free, please share it with your friends or on your social media platforms. And of course, I'd really love it if you can subscribe, rate or review the show. You can reach me directly at raniakurdy.com if you would like to ask a question, comment on what you heard today, or find out how I can support you on your journey.